0: Hello, and welcome to Talking Shop with CTEX. <music> Hello, and welcome to Talking Shop with CTEX. I am Ellen Solek, the Executive Director here at CTEX, and I am so privileged today to be joined by two very special guests, whom I will introduce in just a minute. I wanted to give our listeners just a half a minute of background around what we are going to be talking about today. It's occurred to me that in the past with our podcasts, we've had many adults on talking about the value and the wonders of CTEX and what we're able to do with our students. But we really haven't had students on to provide more of a student perspective about CTEX, about what's happening at CTEX, about how we can actually improve what we are doing at CTEX through the lens of some of our most talented and dedicated students. So today with me, I have two of our CTEX students. Justin Fargo, who is a senior at Wyndham Tech. Justin is studying a trade known as information technology, or IT, as we call it. Also, to my immediate left is Zachary Shaw Stamsberry. Zachary is from AI Prince Tech, he is a sophomore, and he is currently studying a trade in automated manufacturing. Both of these highly skilled students are here today, I believe, to share such valuable information about their experience And perhaps about more about what our progress and our goals are in terms of ctext moving forward from your very special lens so welcome to you both we're so glad that you are here today can't wait to hear your stories so justin i'm going to jump to you just for a minute i know um everyone probably asks you at one point or another how did you settle on the trade that you're in. And why C-tex? What, what What is that story about?
1: Okay, um, Well, I've been into computers, first of all, since uh, a very, very young age. That was my thing. Um, played video games as a kid, and then it slowly just became into cybersecurity and getting more interested in how computers work, stuff like that, how I could turn it into a career. And CTEX offered me a way to really succeed in that. And I think being able to go to school and study what I was truly passionate about for half the year was just ideal for me.
0: No doubt and I'm sure ideal for the rest of the class that you are in at this point. We also would love to hear from Zachary this morning. Zachary, yeah. what was it about uh, manufacturing and particularly automated manufacturing that spurred you to, to start your trade career if you will at yeah,
2: so, um from ever since i was like a little kid not like little little like you know all the usual stories like three four five but like probably around like fourth grade uh i got interested in like aerospace and aviation and like how uh you know how different companies put together uh different planes and things like that and uh i remember a fourth grade field trip i took to starbase over in where is it windsor locks i think uh and then we checked out the uh the Connecticut military uh, airplane hangar and then we saw like a bunch of the helicopters and airplanes and things like that. And I feel like that's where it really like, you know, sparked it for me. But I didn't really pick it up until like, well, last year when I first started. So,
0: Both amazing careers. Uh, A career potential, I should say. And Zachary, I'm curious to know, once you started down the road um, that you're describing with your interest in, um, auto uh, certainly uh, automation and aerospace and aerotech. how did you settle in automated manufacturing because our audience may not know as much as certainly yeah. as you do about what that is and how it translates to your areas of interest
2: yes yeah, so um in my trade we focus on you know uh, mainly the physical fabrication of different parts and also the computer-aided aspect of uh, designing and modeling different parts. So we use our softwares uh, Mastercam and SolidWorks usually for that. Uh, later in either this year or next year, we're supposed to start our certifications for those, but we mainly focus on the, uh, on the uh, computer-aided uh, side of designing things and also uh, the physical part so that we can also gain the, not only the theoretical knowledge, but also the, the practical knowledge on how to put together the things that we make on the computers. So I feel like that really stood out to me because, you know, compared to, you know, uh, if I went to a regular nine to 12 high school and then wanted to pick this up in college, I probably wouldn't have gotten the physical hands-on learning experience for it. So I feel like that's what stood out to me for automated manufacturing.
0: It's amazing. Today's version of manufacturing, and, and specifically automated manufacturing, is so much more advanced than um, even 10 years ago. Because when I used to hear about manufacturers, and I used to picture the manufacturing shops that were out there long ago, um, they were sort of dark, you know, <laughs> dingy-looking places yeah. that no one really wanted to go into, and maybe you know that could well have contributed to the challenge is now that we have in finding people who want to go into manufacturing, right? Because the, the, the environment was just not all that it should have been. Mm. How do you see that having t- now experienced two years at Prince, and and what does the typical shop look like now? Um, or even if you want to cite your, you know, your classrooms and your instructional yeah. um, experience, is it different?
2: Oh uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> like way different than uh, what you're describing. And I know like exactly what you mean, too, because uh, during school, like with like all the history lessons, or whatever. And also during a shop, I remember one time, I think I'm pretty sure we were watching a video on like old, uh, like how the old shops looked. And it was just like it was basically just like an old, like brick garage, something like that with like a bunch of like assembly lines going around. And you would have like a bunch of people in the same room, just like moving one part to the next, next, next and all, like that but nowadays it's more like an open space, you know. I wouldn't say like it's, you know, furnished, like like it's, you know, luxury or anything like that, but you know, it's it's way better than, you know, what it was in the past. And we have, uh, in my shop specifically, we have our machines in specific areas. So we have our milling machines on one wall. We have our lays in the sensor, which takes up you know most of the shop, sensor really big machines, and then um, but they're like spaced out really evenly, so you know it's all like you know, pretty nice looking compared yeah. to what so it was.
0: very organized, very yeah. clean, all of that, and I would imagine there's some pretty strict expectations yeah. for you in your shop areas yeah. around how you maintain that and how you support that, mm-hmm. which is super important. But yeah, really, really um, new and improved from what we all think of, at least. I'll I'll date myself, Mm. people in my age group would think of. In fact, as you were talking, I was just thinking about this. Um, Education, way back when, started out uh, in the early 20th century, and it was modeled on what was known as the industrial era, which is exactly what you just described, Mm. Zach, which was this not so much neat and cheery and organized as it was very controlled, and so desks were all in rows Um, everyone was doing the same sort of mechanized kinds of activities, very Mm -hmm. different from what we see today. So it's interesting that what you're describing in the shop area kind of parallels where education has gone thankfully in the last 20, 30, 40 years. But anyway, Justin I'd love to hear more uh, from you in terms of what made you Really choose CTEX and because uh, there are other schools um, both in Connecticut and New England that certainly feature IT as you know a, a focus area for people who are really interested in it but why CTex and what, what is it about CTex that really keeps you here and you're finishing your fourth year now um, so make us feel good for a minute. Tell okay. us about why you picked CTex and, and what's special about it for you
1: well. CTEX really gives the student the ability to shine. I I truly believe that when a student is in the CTEX system and they decide to put their mind to whatever field of study they have, they are truly able to succeed. You know, we have the instructors who have been out in the trade, who have the experience, who are able to relay their knowledge onto the students and that is the most important thing for me and that the instructors have been nothing but very supportive in trying to aid and help me learn and really see what my true potential is in this field and I feel like at a regular high school that may just offer information technology as a little side class you might not get the same experience and I think it's truly just allowed me to delve right into it heads first which is you will not find at a regular high school.
0: What you just described um, it is so key for us because you're absolutely right the experience perspective from instructors and from our teachers as well academically I think lends itself to a greater degree of credibility for CTEX, because we really are focused on developing um, student skill sets in the trades, right? And so what better way to do that than to have, as you just said, practitioners who are coming out of the trade experience, some of whom have been in that experience for 20, 25 years. Not all of our instructors, but some of them. And it lends itself to a greater degree of credibility, I think right in terms of signing on with somebody who's whom you are really dependent on to learn a craft and then go out and practice the trade as a career Uh, and and you cite two of your instructors that's great what about those two instructors and I'll put you on the spot for a minute Um, what about those two instructors in addition to their experience uh, really helped motivate you to to stick with IT and and see it for the the full four-year experience
1: sure so um, you want to find name by name?
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay.
1: So, um, my instructor, Mr. Wilson, has definitely been a strong factor in the reason I've stayed in information technology. Without his kindness and leadership, that I don't see myself, I, I don't think I would have stayed in IT because it definitely took someone in a position of leadership who was willing to guide uh, a young mind into the right position, and it's exactly what he did.
0: That's a that's a wonderful story in and of itself, and a great shout out. To, uh, to Mr. Wilson. How about you, Zach? Are, do you mm-hmm. have particular instructors, teachers that have motivated you and, and really keep you going mm-hmm. in the trade and pursuing the trade?
2: Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna name my instructor by the name too. So uh, my instructor, Mr. Clark, uh, and a little context for, uh, for what I'm about to say too, as well. Uh, for my form of motivation, I try to like, look back to what's been done previously and I try to use that as like, you know, as a stepping stool to try to reach higher than that. So uh, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, Mr. Clark and whichever class that he had, they built a, what do you call it, a cycle car for the, uh, kinetic, the Electrathon America race that they do up in uh, Lime Rock. They built a car and raced it there. I don't remember if they won or not, but uh, they brought the car back after like a couple of years because they said that it was in Bristol because he was trying to find the car for a bunch of years after that, but he couldn't find it and then he finally found it and it was like in, he said that it was hanging up in a classroom in uh, the Bristol manufacturing trade. So he got it back and like all of last year, I was asking him if, if we could work on it. I was like, Mr. Can I work on it? Mr. Can I work on it? And then probably towards the end of last year, sometime around like maybe like April, May, uh, he said that we could finally start working on it. So I started looking for all the things that we needed to get. And then this year I started working on it. Um, you know, and it's going really good. Only thing that we have to get now is the battery for the car. But, uh, sometime in spring, we're supposed to race it. So I'm looking forward to that, but, you know, even things like that. And then, uh, my other teacher, uh, my other instructor, Mr. Gumbert, he comes from a, what's called a different, manufacturing shop and just you know having his knowledge that he knows with things including uh, the uh, SolidWorks program that we use to uh, model our parts you know his knowledge has really helped me with uh, you know getting better modeling parts and also making the modeling process easier because things that I was doing he uh, gave me ways to you know bypass all of that so that it gets done faster and more efficient as well.
0: Amazing how things have moved forward. You know, as we're talking about IT and manufacturing in general, two very um, large scope trades, if you will, there's a lot of integration now mm-hmm. between the two of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, y- you know, everyone is hearing about uh, AI and robotics and cobotics and all of these things in both manufacturing and IT that intersect. I would love to have a just a quick conversation around that. Like, wh- how much in your particular areas have you pursued IT, right, as a part of manufacturing? And Justin, how much have you pursued just an awareness and a knowledge of manufacturing impact when it comes to your trade in IT? Um, it has that been a, a kind of a, a an intersection that you've? both have talked about or pursued in your in your studies
1: you want to go ahead
2: mm-hmm. all right yeah uh for my shop uh I guess for I for like the IT components it comes through mainly when you're trying to program the machines to do different things you know and that is honestly just like a learning process on its own but like once you get the hang of it, it is actually pretty you know fun and pretty easy but for the IT component. It comes in one programming machines because you know you have to put in certain codes into the machine to get it to do different things. So, you know, once you learn all that through it, then you know, you really see the, the connection.
0: So it's really a, there's coding and programming and all mm. that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, how about you, Justin? Any thoughts on intersection yeah. and where this is all going, particularly with AI. Yes. I mean, every that's just the the buzz term these days. I'm not sure we really know everything there is to know about AI yet, but uh, Mm -hmm. certainly impacts what you're doing and working on.
1: Oh, for sure. If anything, it, it makes my job easier in many ways as well, but it also makes it from a security perspective much more scary, so to speak. And to add to the manufacturing side of it, like a, a scope of IT is not limited to just, you know, programming and maybe working on documents. Even manufacturing could be considered a, sco- a part of IT, you know, making softwares like Mastercam, for right. example. That's another part of IT. Everything that I've come to realize is, is IT in a way. Everything integrates together and it's crazy.
0: You know, you mentioned something a second ago, Justin, around um, something that I hear a lot, which is, when you both go out in your respective trades, assuming that you do either when you leave CTEX or after more study, um, we hear from employers all the time that CTEX students are highly skilled, but not only that, they find CTEX students very Mm -hmm. able to solve problems, Mm -hmm. which from a customer service perspective seems to be something that business owners Uh, are most (laughs) interested in and it's one of the hardest things to train students around because every customer is different every need is different but we were paid a compliment not too long ago um, by someone at Electric Boat who said gee we hire a lot of people every year to come in and and work on subs but SeaTech students have the ability to not only exercise the skills they have but to problem solve um, so that if you know a, a customer's not happy about a part, or a customer's not um, adept at downloading a piece of software, that CTX students have the tendency to want to serve the customer and solve the problem. Mm. Hey, do either one of you want to jump in about experience that you've had in your shops, t- focused on customer service? Because that's a unique and I think a very valuable piece in your training that um, it would be helpful, certainly, for our audience to hear more about?
1: Sure. Would you like me to Yeah, you can. So specifically in my trade, I find that with a combination of learning the practical application, not only the practical application, but learning how to deal with customers, like especially on our work-based learning program. And even, for example, my production is actually going out and fixing teachers' computers. And what you're doing is learning how to deal with different types of clients and customers and how to adapt to that. And that really gives you skills to go out into the workforce and apply them. And it's more than just the, the theory of it. You learn so much more. You learn the philosophy behind the trade that you're working in and the general skills you really need to succeed.
0: Yeah, that's huge. Mm. Zachary, what are, what are your thoughts on on the customer service piece? Because it's almost like the skill set is the science part, right? Yeah. And the art of the craft is the customer service piece. Yeah
2: so i feel like uh also relating with uh justin's point about the teachers i feel like uh the teachers really uh help with you know gaining experience on how to work with other people when uh, making things for them um usually for for uh, my shop you know we make the little things like uh bathroom passes or you know any other like little trinkets we also make like gifts for them for teachers so we make like uh we just finished making a cutting board for um, one of the teachers that retired recently and then also for other classrooms one of the main things that we do is like when tables break they bring it to our shop and then we like fix it and weld it and then that also helps us to you know gain extra experience and things that might you know pop up randomly in the workforce as well so you know just being in the school working in the trade but also having people who you know can add on to our like own experiences is so really helpful
0: absolutely and I would think just that ability to anticipate things that might come up especially in your trade around the whole automated piece mm. um, that you know you were talking about before with the connection to, to aerospace right mm. and constructing you'll be the person that will be helping to either make the parts or actually doing the construction on aircraft mm. which you know, what What more dramatic example, or even um, cars, mm. what more dramatic example is there of, you know, for a need for customer service? Because yeah. if I'm the pilot, or I'm driving your car, I'm racing the car for that matter, I better, I better be real satisfied, right, with mm. how it's running and the safety level and all of that. Yep. How much does safety play a part in what your, your training is around?
2: Safety is, in my shop, is very important, and like, my t- my uh, shop teacher, Mr. Clark, he makes the point every uh, almost every single day in our shop, you know, to you know get rid of any like loose hanging things, like long sleeve earrings. You have to tie your hair back.
0: Justin, your trade is also sa- not so much the physical safety aspect, although I'm sure that there are some pieces of that as well. But the security aspect is probably getting more challenging right, to teach and to learn about by the day, because all of that is, is impacting all of us. You know, we've had um, data breaches all over the place and and all of that. So what what kinds of instruction do you get in terms of IT and, and computer security and prevention uh, around issues?
1: Sure. So every day we are basically learning about some kind of security event and data breaches. Like you said, ransomware attacks, it's the most heard of thing today. We live in a state of ever more compromise than ever before. And what we have to do is try to adapt to that. And really, it's just been trying to stay up to date. And it's so hard to stay up to date because it's always changing. But I found that we've just, every day, it's, we're talking about security. That's where the industry is going and that's what we talk about
0: that's that um, it's such an interesting topic in and of itself maybe we'll come back and talk about it more but um you know i think people i'll certainly speak as a consumer for technology and and really for manufacturing it that in that regard we're more and more vulnerable right so we depend on on our well-skilled tradesmen to come back and say well this is what we've done these are the layers of prevention as you just said zach the layers of safety that we have taken and implemented around clothing and hair and process and all of that. So it's really a world now that we've become much more focused consumers around safety and security. It's going to be fascinating to see where that goes. But um, So in our few minutes left, I am absolutely dying to ask this question because this Mm -hmm. is really at the core of what CTEX is all about. We are focused and we have... um, Restated stated it in our mission and vision, but we are really focused on the trades, and we are focused on being the premier workforce developer in the state of Connecticut. That's our goal. We want to be able to provide a workforce in greater numbers, certainly greater skill set as you both have. And so I'm curious, two-part question, and please feel free to jump in. First and foremost, What are your plans after leaving us at CTEX, at least that that you know of at this point? And also, what in support of that, what are things that you see that we could improve upon at CTEX, particularly for students who are coming in, right, as Mm -hmm. freshmen next year? Um, you've, You've said so many positive things about us, which is great, but we also learn from constructive criticism and from things that you see going forward that we could do more of or do a better job with in the experience. So, Justin, where where are you headed next year, first and foremost?
1: my plan is um, I attend, attend, I plan to attend the University of Connecticut next year, um, major in computer science and engineering, and after that, um, I'd like to continue some internships and maybe end up with a position at a company like Lockheed Martin or another defense company like that.
0: Good for you. Uh, That's an exciting future. What is it do you see, if anything, and I'm sure you do, um, in terms of program, supplies, equipment, anything like that, that CTAX can do a better job uh, of supporting your needs as um, a burgeoning IT specialist?
1: I think definitely uh, funding was a big thing in my trade. That was the huge thing in my whole school. I can speak to that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, and I know we have so much support now, which is wonderful. We have business partners um, who are literally coming out of the woodwork who want to begin to to help us financially in in support of student needs. And we also have the governor of the state of Connecticut who has done a wonderful job increasing our budget incrementally over the last couple of years. And we're really, really appreciative for that. But you're absolutely right. It costs money to provide state of the art technology instruction, totally, yeah. and mm. manufacturing instruction as well,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: So we're going to keep working on that. Um, I
1: think it's I think it's very cool, like you said, that we everyone is supporting us. They are supporting the future generation of workers. It's great.
0: Yes, couldn't you not agree more. It is. It's wonderful. So Zachary, where mm. are you headed in, in two years? I know you're a sophomore year this yeah. year, so. Uh,
2: for me, mainly for college, I've been looking for like really any uh, like aerospace or aviation uh, academies, like in the general in the general uh, New England area. But if, if there's specifics uh, for the colleges, I've been looking at uh, MIT in uh, Boston or Massachusetts. I've been looking at uh, Rensselaer uh, Polytechnic in New York and RIT in New York too, because uh, those have really just stood out to me because I looked at their uh, programs regarding like engineering and things like that, so those have really stood out to me. But really any type of uh, any type of aerospace or aviation school that that mainly deals with uh, the manufacturing process, uh, I've been looking at.
0: Good for you. Yeah. You've got some high bars set already, which yeah. is great. What about CTEX do you see that we could um, provide more of, do a better job of, particularly knowing that our trade focus is has, really really increased over the last couple of years yeah
2: um for me personally i feel like more like outside company engagement and connection with the students could be better
0: that's such valuable feedback for us and I'm excited to say that we've started the Career Center at CTEX and that's one of our goals is mm. to begin to bring in either uh, graduates from CTEX who are headed um, in the same direction that you would like to go in mm. or business and industry partners who want to come in and talk more about what their expectations are what they're really looking for. So. Mm. It's all good. We're headed in that direction, which is great. Um, I cannot thank you Justin and Zachary enough for all that you've shared with us today. We're fascinated to hear your stories. I know the admissions office is jumping up and down with excitement if they're listening to this knowing that we have two trade trade-focused students who are inspiring other students who are signing up right, starting right now to join us at CTACS and Mm -hmm. you've given us so much Today, I thank you both, and I wish you all the best in your future careers, certifications, race car careers, all that okay. good stuff. Um, thanks so much to you both, and have a great day.
1: As well. right, thank thank you. you for having us.